Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Somebody kind of joked around the last last night this morning that I was the biggest star in the place last night. Not even close to being true. Bill O'Reilly was the biggest star in the place last night. Bill was the best, still is the best, will always be the best. He really is. Whether it's here at 9 o'clock weeknights on WABC, what he does with us, 840 every Thursday, by far the biggest rating getter of the whole station all week, or his own site, BillOReilly.com. Great articles, great interviews, great television show. His Killing series continues to kill it. Tell me you read my book. He was entertained. I I almost started to cry. He has become a dear friend, and uh, next week he and I will go to Queens together to catch another Met game. Here he is, the best of all time, the great Bill O'Reilly. Good morning, Bill. All right, Citizens United. The book comes out next week. I'm ready. I read it. Um, but I'm not going to give a review till next week. Okay, fair enough. If you're going to do my program on BillOReilly.com, then it was Spin News. And um, it was nice of uh, Casamitidis to buy 18,000 copies of your book. <laughs> and uh, every cab driver in the city's got one. Um, so I walk into Cipriani last night. Cipriani, for those of you um, uh, who don't have $18 million, um, is a big, swell, swanky place um, that costs a lot of money uh, to go. And uh, I'm driving in from uh, Long Island, and my assistant uh, calls me and says, it's a zoo. <laughs> said, oh, great. Um, so I walk in, and there had to be what? Would you say a 1,000 people in there? It was close to that. Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, it was just, it was wall-to-wall, uh, as you described earlier on the radio. Uh, you know, every power broker in New York City was there. Um, a wide diversity of opinion. There were uh, Democrats there. Laura Curran, the former chief executive on law, on Nassau County. Blakeman, the current one. Uh, Laura is a Democrat. Blakeman's a Republican. Um, it was a very good crowd. And, uh, you know, in those things, you can't really have deep conversations um, because you got, you know, Piscopo screaming stranger in the night behind you. And I mean, I'm going, hold it. Um, so you can't have an intellectual discussion. You just, it's a, it's a meet and greet. Yeah. All right. And, but it's fun because you want to, you know, New Yorkers are, um, unlike every other city in the country, there is a bond here. If you are a New Yorker, you are in a club, even if you disagree or whatever, you're a New Yorker. I mean, you see it when the sports teams travel to other cities. There's always a big contingent of people living in those cities who are New Yorkers rooting for the New York team. Yes. 
You know, they're not rooting for the Marlins or uh, the Rays. They're rooting for the Mets or the Yankees, whoever rolls into town. But anyway, I wanted to tell your audience, because I know you won't, uh, that you uh, gave a uh, remarkable uh, presentation on Bernard McGurk. Oh, thank you. And, and uh, you know, it's a cliche, but I go to Mass every Sunday, and I, and I am saying prayers for Bernie and, and hoping that something can happen whereby he regains his health. But the way you put it uh, last night was um, that you miss your partner, that uh, you guys had uh, come out of nowhere to become the number one radio station, radio show in New York City. And just think about that for a minute, everyone listening right now. I mean, this is the biggest market in the country, the toughest market, the most competitive market. You start from nowhere because the previous owners of WABC didn't care about the station, and they let it go, and it was really not a, a successful enterprise. Well, here are two guys come along, um, Bernie and Sid, and they go to number one. I mean, that is almost impossible to do. So anyway, uh, Sid is up there and, and almost broke down a few times, but it was genuine because I know phonies and I know when, you know, they're faking it and you weren't. You. But I wanted to tell, if you would, uh, uh, one story about McGurk um, from my point of view. Um, Bernie was, I first encountered him on Imus. And Imus um, is a legend in the broadcast industry, but Imus was not a particularly nice man, as you'll write in your book. He is a prick. He was a prick, Bill. Well, you know, whatever (laughs) adjective you use, I don't think I would use in my books, but (laughs) it might uh, apply. Right. Anyway, I was on Imus occasionally, and Imus was a jealous man. Okay? I don't know why, because he was hugely talented and successful. But he was jealous. If somebody would, was doing very well in the media, he'd try to cut him down and this and that. Well, McGurk stood up for me. So after I would get off the air with Imus and he'd tell me that I didn't write my own books and all this other stuff, which I didn't even listen to, by the way. Um, you know, I was reading a book while Imus was commentating. And I go, oh, you have a question for me there, Imus? Okay. Um, but McGurk was, ah, you know, blah, blah, blah. so I put... I developed a relationship with McGurk. I put him on the O'Reilly factor where he was very good week in, week out because he's a smart, honest guy. And that's all I care about. I don't care about, you know, whether you're left or right or what do you, I want you to be smart and honest. If you can be funny, that's great. Um, you know, but that's almost impossible, but you guys have accomplished that. Thank you. So anyway, I want to tell everybody that, you know, uh, Bernard McGurk is a, is a special guy. He's a, he's a shy man. He's not uh, like you and me. Right. Uh, True. He's not strutting nope. around. I mean, if you get any tanner, <laughs> I, 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 there aren't enough tanning salons in the world to make you look like I that. Know. I and, know. And, but, you know, O'Reilly and Sid, you know, we're around, we're flamboyant, we're this, we're that. McGurk's not like that. No. And, and, but he is uh, a presence that obviously New Yorkers uh, appreciate and uh, has along with you, driven the station um, to the top position in the market. Well, and you, by the way. Thank you for saying all those things. And I will tell you that we um, we used to uh, joke around on Tuesdays because he loved doing your show. And by the way, that Tuesday night factor, Bill, you had Bernie McGurk and, and Greg Gutfeld 
in that studio every Tuesday night. Bernie goes on to host, co-host, the number one show in New York with me. And Gutfeld right now has the number one late night show in America. And if you think it's coincidence that both of those guys have gone on to do great things, you're nuts. Both of those guys start together every Tuesday night, Bill, on your show. Well, I have an eye uh, for people who are a entertaining and and be again honest i mean i know that from my vast uh, years in the media and i'm not afraid to put them on i'm not like i miss i i mean i i like people to succeed i don't want to denigrate them i don't put them down uh unless they're bad people unless they're doing stuff that hurts the folks um but i appreciate that compliment you know we uh we had a good pairing there um, uh, McGurk and I are tall men, and uh, Gutfeld is uh, four foot twelve, and uh, maybe maybe starring in the remake of The Wizard of Oz. I did hear about the phone book stories with Greg Gutfeld, but I keep that off the air. Uh, so thank you for all that, Bill. So I thought about you Sunday. I went to a Long Branch, New Jersey, with my beautiful wife Danielle, who loves you, and you were so nice to her last night. So we go to Long Branch, New Jersey, for a Lee Zeldin event, and and Donald Trump is there, the president. And he spoke for about uh, 10 minutes. He got the place crazy, Bill, yelling, let's go, Brandon, 45, DJT, four more years. He had the place going berserk. He really did. But it took him all of about three seconds to talk about the rigged 2020 election. And I'm going, if Bill O'Reilly was sitting here right now, he'd be like, Donnie, baby, come on. Really, we're still doing that? Uh, If you were sitting there and you heard that, you would have thought what? Well, number one, I wouldn't have called him Donnie Baby. I don't know if that would have gotten the conversation off on the right track. Um, I have told him uh, that uh, this is not going to help him or the country to continue to look back. But I also gave him some practical advice. I said, look, if you can accomplish uh, what Grover Cleveland did and be re- elected you know, in uh, non-consecutive terms, you can afford, uh, appoint a special counsel to look back at that election and use the power of the federal government to expose what you believe was fraud. And that is the only way that there's going to be clarity to the 2020 election. It's not going to be clarity unless that happens. I said, so wouldn't it be better if you run on your record, which was a good record? I mean, I don't care whether you hate Donald Trump or not. All you have to do is look at the economy, look at the border, look at the criminal justice system as far as his support for it. And you see the dramatic change uh, for the worse that has happened in this country under Biden. But the problem is that the election is an obsession with Donald Trump and he's obsessed with it. And when people get obsessed with anything that can lead to the road of ruin. And there's nothing that I or anyone else can do. His obsession is there, and it doesn't look like it's going away. Do you think he'll be indicted for this uh, Mar-a-Lago January 6th nonsense? Well, we've been doing a lot of reporting on the No Spin News on BillOReilly.com on it, and I know for certain that uh, Biden wants the indictment. Biden, Biden is driving. This. Really? Wait, 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 you mean Joe Biden, the same guy that said, I knew nothing about the Mar-a-Lago raid? That guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, for one of the few times in his presidency, Biden is actually involved <laughs> in this situation. And he wants an indictment before the midterms. Now, with the master being appointed, it's going to be harder. 
because the master is going to have to look at a lot of material here and uh, decide uh, what the FBI did in the sense of what was legal and illegal in a raid. That's going to take a while. And also, if the master comes up with a bunch of stuff that should not have been taken out of Mar-a-Lago, the whole raid might be thrown out, suppressed, they call it in legal terms. So it's problematic, but Biden understands he has to run against Trump again in November. They all understand they're going to get waxed, the Democratic Party, unless they can make Trump the face of the GOP, the Republicans, and that's what they're doing. When you say get waxed, I, I, was, I expect the Republicans to take back the House by a slimmer margin than I thought three or four months ago. But that, that Walker race in Georgia, that Oz race in Pennsylvania, they don't look so good. So I don't know if the Senate is in the bag. So even without making Trump look worse, you still think Republicans are going to win big in both come November? I don't know about the Senate, right? Um, but the House almost assuredly will go uh, to the Republicans and most of the governorships, which were important. Right. right. All right. So DeSantis is going to win in Florida. So will Rubio. I mean, the media is drumming it like, oh, here come the Democrats on uh, the march. Well, they're not on the march. All right. The country isn't getting better. It's getting worse. I mean, the violent crime situation is, is reaching a tipping point, and so is the border. And if you think that this inflationary economic period is good, then you're a moron. And there are plenty of morons, by the way. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I have to think, you mentioned DeSantis winning in Florida. Right now, to cast a vote for Kathy Hochul, you have to be a moron. But is she going to win, honestly? You know, I don't know whether she's going to win or not. I mean, she should win with all that money that's pumped in from Hollywood and the Soros people uh, to prop her up. But I said yesterday that if uh, she is elected in November, that will set back New York, I don't know, 10 years. I mean, and three more million people will leave the state <laughs> under her. I mean, th- that woman has absolutely no clue and doesn't care about solving problems in this state. Agreed. You know, I was thinking last night, 100 years of WBC Radio, and they go back, Bill, some some really impressive names, right? You know, Bob Grant, and you mentioned Imus, and uh, some of the folks that I grew up on listening to, and then watching on TV, people like you, who I really believe, I'm not just being nice to you, you're the best of all time on, on uh, cable news, the best of all time. When you look at the landscape today, do you think that the talent matches up to the past 20, 30, 40 years in radio or TV, or like in movies, music, maybe even sports, have we taken a step backwards? Well, it's not so much the raw talent. It's the people who run the operations. They're corporate pinheads. They suppress talent. So that's why WABC is rocketing in the ratings, because Casamitidis does not do that. Right. He allows Sid to be Sid. You know, albeit with armed guards all around the station when you go on, but he allowed you to be you and McGurk to be McGurk. And and so you come across as genuine and entertaining. When I worked at Fox, Els, Roger Els, the guy who ran it, allowed me to be me. Well, that doesn't happen anymore. So now the corporate the chieftains are going to go in and say, this is what you do. This is what you say. And the people are frightened. And so they're not themselves. They don't want to get in trouble. They want to keep that check coming in. Right. So when you diminish 
natural talent like that, and it's across the board, there isn't one media corporation now that's thriving, not one, it's because of management. And people want, they don't want to be fired. They don't want to be in trouble. And I don't think I could operate today in cable news. I do not believe I could. Really? Even at the, well, I was going to say Fox News, but they've got more Democrats on there than in New York. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter about politics. It matters about they want to control what the talent says and does. Right, right. That ain't going to work with you. Age yeah. of woke. Yeah. That's what woke has brought. Yeah. No, you're right. It's, uh, it's disappointing because I just listen and watch a lot of stuff, and I find it to be so predictable. For me, Bill yeah. O'Reilly, predictable is boring. That's just me. Yeah, and it's true. And, and so that's why when you're not boring, like WABC, you do well. Right. Because, you know, hey, watch me. I'm boring. Thanks. That's a good marketing <laughs> slogan. Thank you. Watch me. I'm boring. That works. I guess it works. Tell everybody about uh, the new book, where it uh, is. Killing the Legends out September 27th. If you uh, pre-order you, on BillOReilly.com and Amazon and Barnes & Noble, you get it first. This will be the most controversial uh, book of the year, besides Sid uh, telling you guys how to lift weights. That's a part in his book. Uh, we'll discuss it. Um, and uh, I think Killing the Legends will be uh, probably the most talked about book of the year. It's, it's wow. different than most of the other. It's cultural history. But these three guys, Muhammad Ali, Elvis Presley, and John Lennon, they influence the country big time. Yes, huge. No, it's going to be amazing. I've read the book. It's amazing. People are going to love it. Those three people did influence the country in a big, big way. But the biggest reason, Bill O'Reilly, that book is going to be a huge success is it comes out September the 27th. That just happens to be my beautiful wife, Danielle's birthday. I knew that. That's why I (laughs) timed it that way. Really, yes, our birthday. I don't know why Danielle puts up with you. You know, I'm sorry. We'll get into that in another show. I mean, you know, such a nice person. Thank you. Thank you. As you are, thank you. We both love you so much. Thank you for this great appearance today, and we'll do this again next week and continued success. You really are the all-time best. Thank you. All right. Prayers for Bernie. See you. Thank you. Thank you for those kind words, too. Yes, prayers for Bernie. I did uh, speak about Bernie last night, and uh, Lou, you were crying, I know. And Bill got all emotional, too. So the, uh, the crowd last night, I asked them to do something a little different. After saying a prayer for Bernard, I asked the crowd to please stand and give my partner a rousing round of ovation. And it was deafening. It was that loud, the, the ovation for Bernie. So Deserved and great. Yeah. Well, let's take a short break. Bill, you were terrific. We'll come back. The fourth and final hour. Of this great talk show, Bernie and Sid, number one in New York. Listen for 10 minutes. You'll know why. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.